I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, episode 55, Be Kind, Not Nice. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Hello there. I kind of took an impromptu week off last week. I just needed a minute to just get things in order in a lot of spaces in my life. Do you ever have those moments or those days? It almost kind of feels like water is just pouring in and you don't even know where the water is coming from. So I've caught my breath. I am here and you are here. And I love that. Subscribe to my rest stops, which is kind of my form of a newsletter. BeckyHennessy.com, B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.com. That's where you'll go and sign up for those. Also, go to the Instagram and connect with me. I don't like to say follow very much because that just sounds super fan-like. And let's be real, we're all just humaning together. So find me at Becky.Hennessy.LCSW on Instagram and connect with me as well. Y'all, I have a cold. And you just get to hear this whole podcast with me as Becky with a cold. I have to tell you, I feel really bad. I have some mom shame going on because my little Miss Abs, Abby, had a cold last week, the same cold. And I was empathetic with her and I felt bad for her. And I you know, gave her medicine at night and those kinds of things. But I had no idea how yucky it felt until I got it. And now that I have it, I've gone to her and I've apologized and said, sis, I am so sorry (laughs) that I showed up so unempathetically with you having a cold. And it was funny because when I had this conversation with her and I was telling her, I am so sorry and apologizing. She looks at me and she's like, mom, I did tell you I was sick. (laughs) I'm like, you did. You did tell me you were sick and I just didn't pay as much of attention as I should have. Anyway, I'm feeling it now. Karma is what it is. So you get to have Becky with a cold and that just gets to be how it is. With my kids going back to school, I've noticed that the conversation about playing well with others is surfacing more than usual. At least it is in our home. As we've been having these conversations, there's one phrase that my husband and I are we're trying to be really intentional about not using. And that phrase is to be nice. We're not a fan of being nice. And here's why. I don't want to raise nice kids. I really don't. I don't want to raise kids who set their own emotions aside to appease someone else or to be nice. I don't want my kids to forfeit their own body wisdom to create comfort for somebody else. I don't want a kid who is a people pleaser or is agreeable or learns this false idea that their actions actually control other people's feelings and actions because I don't. I don't really want nice kids. I don't. I want kind kids. I want kids who feel through things and who have this acceptance that their feelings aren't good or bad. They just are. I want kids who pay attention to their bodies and the sensations that their bodies are having and set respectful boundaries. I want kids to make decisions that are helpful for themselves and who disagree respectfully. I want kids who are true to themselves and who are authentic. I want kids who realize that just as they understand their feelings aren't good or bad and that they don't get to choose them and that they absolutely can choose how to respond to the feelings, they understand that other people interact with their feelings the same way. I want kind 
kids. So I'm working on not saying be nice and instead saying be kind, saying, oh, that wasn't a very kind thing to do. That wasn't a very kind thing to say, or wow, that was a super kind thing to do, or that was a super kind thing to say versus that nice piece. So how do we do that? How do we cultivate that within ourselves, that kindness? And how do we cultivate that in our kids? How do we move from being nice, being the people pleaser, being the person that says yes all the time, to being a kind person and setting boundaries respectfully and those kinds of things? I'm going to give you three things that I want you to just try on. You pick one and see if it helps you move from nice to kind and then share it with your littles. The first trick that I am going to give you is something that I learned while I was being trained as a facilitator for love and logic. And it's called the good neighbor policy. It comes from this idea that we all just genuinely desire to be good neighbors for the most part, right? And we interact with our neighbors regardless of how awesome they are or not in a certain way just because we want to be good neighbors. So there's these three components and it's something that can be used in how we parent our kids, how we interact with our spouse, how we interact with other people in the world. These three components, the first is to be polite. Polite doesn't mean yes all the time and it doesn't mean no all the time. Polite simply means that you use your manners. Yes, please. No, thank you. Excuse me? It means that you're polite in the things that you say and in the things that you do. That's component number one. Component number two of the good neighbor policy is that we're respectful. Respectful means you treat someone else the way that you would like to be treated. Respectful, again, doesn't mean yes to everything or no to everything. It simply means that you show up the way that you would want someone to show up for you. And the third component is to show up in a space where your dignity and their dignity can stay intact. So there's no embarrassment. There's not humiliation. There's no dehumanizing. You're treating someone like a person and you're showing up where they can stay dignified and you can stay dignified. So you're polite, you're respectful, you're dignified, and you're allowing their dignity to stay intact as well. That's the first trick that you can kind of learn or that you can teach your kiddos in order to be kind versus nice. The next thing that allows you to be the kindest person possible is boundaries. Now, boundaries are what is okay or what is not okay. Boundaries say what is me and what is not me. That's how Cloud and Townsend word it. They have an amazing book on boundaries called Boundaries. If you have a hard time setting boundaries or holding boundaries or are a little confused about them, totally read their book. Again, it's called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Absolutely amazing book. It's basically saying what you will and will not do and what you will and will not allow in your life. It isn't telling others what they have to do or what they can't do. It's being true to yourself. If you don't feel true to yourself or your values, if you are sitting in resentment or frustration, if you feel trapped or stuck, you are not going to be able to show up kind. So Brene Brown talks a little bit about kindness or compassion showing up in a boundary space in a clip that I can link here to the podcast so that you can watch it. Basically, she says that she really was curious about what components compassionate people had in their lives, what qualities compassionate people had in their lives. So she went to her research and she looked at it and she found one variable that was common in all compassionate people. And I was actually pretty surprised when I heard this variable. But the one variable that all compassionate people have is that 
they have what she calls boundaries of steel. So the most boundaried people are the most compassionate people, are the kindest people. And that is, again, because they don't have to sit in this place of resentment or frustration because it's not where they're not feeling true to themselves. They're able to stay in those spaces. So they do have the energy and the thought and the ability to be more compassionate. The third thing that could help with that kindness piece is self-care. I just did an awesome interview as a part of a dear friend's virtual summit that he's calling Liberating Saints. I've interviewed Kurt Frankum here before. He's the executive director of Leading Saints, has an awesome podcast, an awesome resource, an awesome website. He's about to launch this virtual summit called Liberating Saints, and it's all about pornography addiction and betrayal trauma. So the majority of it is with this idea of this is how to help those that are in those spaces as a church leader. But it also has some stuff in there about how to navigate those spaces for yourself if you're the addict or if you're the betrayed. Anyway, in my interview with him, I talk about self-care. So here's my definition of self-care. Now, You may agree with some portions of this and you may feel like, "Mm, I don't know that that's self-care for me. That's fine. This is my definition that I say for me. Self-care for me is having daily habits that help create and maintain spiritual, emotional, physical, and relational wellness. So I know that I'm showing up in a space of caring for myself, of taking care of me, of that self-care if I have these daily habits that I'm practicing that allow me to create and maintain that spiritual, emotional, physical, and relational wellness. Self-care for me is not necessarily a trip to the spa or going and getting a massage. Self-care is much more about the basics that need to happen in taking care of me and some advanced things that need to happen in taking care of me. And that's what I talk about on his virtual summit. It comes out September 10th. Go to Leading Saints dot com, I think. Maybe it's leadingstaints.org. I can also link to that virtual summit as well. There's a lot of other things that are on there, but then you'll get to hear me talk a little bit about self-care. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, the more that you take care of yourself, the more you are able to be kind to yourself and to other people. So let's commit. Let's commit to promoting kindness versus niceness. Let's commit to treating others with respect and dignity, allowing respect for ourselves and dignity for ourselves to remain intact too. Let's commit to show up compassionately through boundaries and let's commit to be kind to ourselves through self-care so that we can be radically kind to other people too. Enjoy this journey, you guys. Brave the battle, embrace your human one kind step at a time. Hey guys, like what you've heard here? Want more of it for free? Go over to my website, Becky Hennessy, B E C K I E H E N N E S S Y. Click on the Connect With Me tab and give me your email. Come join me for my next Anything Goes QA. You guys, when I say anything goes, I mean anything goes. It's free, it's an hour of stuff a lot like this. Bring me your questions, let me answer them. What have you got to lose? Again, Becky Hennessy. Go to connect with me, plunk your email in there for the free webinar, and you will get an invite to my next Anything Goes Q&A.